3: expectations matter what do you expect from an suv versatility a range of sizes built to fit your life a range of exteriors that all invite stairs or being able to take control of more than just the wheel expectations matter but exceeding them matters more how we get there matters the audi family of suvs
0: progress you can feel
4: Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So, for those of you who have been following my chronic illness journey for a while, whether that's on Instagram or you've listened to my gastroparesis episode on this podcast, I was diagnosed with a new condition. It's kind of like an umbrella condition over my gastroparesis. Like, gastroparesis is actually just a symptom of this overarching condition. And I'm happy to report that I'm on a new medicine for it, and I'm feeling a million times better. (laughs) Probably haven't felt this good since I was in college, and it is really incredible because the medication that I'm on isn't anything earth-shattering. It's something that's like the first thing you try for this, and I'm just, to me, it feels like a genuine miracle. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys because it's made a huge difference in my life and... Ironically enough, my husband and I had planned this kind of like restful trip to Santa Fe, which is coming up this weekend. I wanted to tell you guys about that anyway, because I will actually be recording from Santa Fe for the last episode for this week. However... We were planning this to relax and kind of recharge and kind of like recenter because of my health. Like my health has just been in such a bad place that we wanted to take some like restful time and go to the spa in Santa Fe and, you know, have grandparents watch the baby and just really spend some time connecting and recharging. And now with this new medication, it's just like even more perfect because I'm feeling so much better. So I think getting back from this trip, I'm going to feel like a brand new person. Anyway, that's a long enough intro for today. We actually don't have any other reminders this past week. We had like so many. Um, But without further ado, we'll go ahead and jump into the episode for today. So first and foremost, I have to update you guys. Congress has passed a stopgap bill. Matt Gates vows to unseat Kevin McCarthy because of it, though. So let's jump into the gory details here. So in typical, dramatic Capitol Hill fashion, things were saved in the 11th hour, you guys. Right before the government was set to shut down, the House voted to extend the deadline for 45 days. This puts the next decision making into mid November. So, you know, I always use like a football analogy. It's like they moved the ball down the field. They're not deciding anything right now, but they're getting closer to doing so because they're having all these talks and they're just basically kicking the football a little bit further. So they have more time to decide on things. But they decided this with just mere hours to spare. It was definitely a nail biter, to be sure. And I bet you guys can guess who is pissed off. Matt freaking Gates, as we knew he would be should a stopgap bill get passed. That's just what I call them, a stopgap bill, because I just feel like it's that's what it is. Again, it kind of punts the football down the field. And now he's vowing to come for Kevin McCarthy's job. So, Matt Gates announced this publicly that he wanted to remove House Speaker Kevin McCarthy from his job as speaker. This was during an interview with CNN. He declared McCarthy untrustworthy, but McCarthy didn't seem bothered by this at all. He basically said, "Bring it on, Matt!" by saying on CBS, "This is quote nothing new. He's tried to do that from the moment I ran for office. I'll survive." This is personal with Matt. End quote. But somebody else is actually under fire, pun intended, wait for it, in the wake of this narrowly missed shutdown as well. That is Representative Jamal Bowman, a Democrat from New York. He literally pulled a fire alarm in order to stall things for the Democrats, or at least that's how it looks. He is denying that he pulled it intentionally to set off the alarm. He said he was trying to open a door in the Cannon building and it wasn't opening and he thought this lever might be the lever to open the door. But it definitely reads as childish game playing, but also very irresponsible. It's not cool to pull a fire alarm anywhere near the Capitol, a place that faces real threats all the time, as we know, and basically deploy all of the resources that something like that requires. The Capitol Police is literally investigating this now. So that's what happens when you pull a stunt like this. It wastes time and resources and is definitely not cool. This comes at a time when leaders to quote unquote on Capitol Hill are already looking like babies, you know, throwing tantrums and now playing games potentially. How are we expected to take them seriously when they do things like this? It's honestly a circus at this point. And what is the most sad is how used to it we are. President Biden also released a statement on the subject of the shutdown, or the narrowly averted shutdown, where he essentially said he's glad it's over and the American people have the result they deserve. However, he placed blame on the far right fringes who are holding things up in the first place. Okay, guys, so we also have to talk about Tupac. So after 27 years, an arrest has been made in the case of Tupac Shakur. The man's name is Dwayne Keith Davis. A lot of the facts of this case have been known, honestly, for many years, but movement is finally happening. You see, Tupac and a friend of his, Suge Knight, beat up a cousin of Dwayne Keith Davis in Las Vegas, and they were eventually run off by hotel security, but all of this was caught on camera. This then pissed off Dwayne Keith Davis, and as he was the leader of the Compton Crips at the time, he apparently, according to LAPD, then made the decision to have Tupac killed. This man also made the mistake of writing a book about the incident in recent years as well, which was almost taunting the police at that point. Everyone else who was with them, with that man, in the car that night is conveniently dead. But he said he handed the gun to someone else in the car and they shot Tupac. However, the LAPD have announced that they believe this man, Dwayne Keith Davis, was the one to give the order to kill Tupac and attempt to kill Marion Knight as well. And that is why they just had him arrested here in 2023. So many may ask, why now? Well, Dwayne Keith Davis is 60 years old, you guys, so time is running out to be able to really hold him responsible for any of this. So they figured even if they don't have the most solid case possible, it's kind of now or never. So the LAPD is shooting their shot. We'll definitely keep you guys posted on these proceedings. So next up today, we have to discuss the passing of Senator Feinstein. So when I interned on Capitol Hill for Senator Franken, Senator Feinstein was a legend. She was known as a hard worker, a force to be reckoned with, and an institution. She was having health troubles. She knew it. We knew it. Everyone knew it. It was definitely an open secret as she was 90 years old. And now she has truly gone out with her boots on. At the time, she was the oldest sitting U.S. senator when she passed. Feinstein was first elected to the U.S. Senate in 1992, which makes about three decades in some of the most hallowed halls of our government. Her Democratic colleagues, including President Biden, all had glowing testaments to her character and her career. And speaking of world leaders getting older, I had to let you guys know, Jimmy Carter just turned 99 in hospice care. He is reportedly holding hands with his wife every day and rooting for his favorite sports teams. His hometown celebrated his big day with a parade and a digital mosaic, which sounds really cool. They heralded him as a humanitarian and the example of how to be a good person. So incredible. Happy birthday, Mr. President. And last but not least, I wanted to discuss the New York City flooding. So if you have followed us on Instagram, you've definitely already seen New York City has flooded severely. The subways in particular were terrifying to see, but the streets were really bad too. And from what I can tell, there wasn't much warning with this as it wasn't like some enormous like tropical storm or hurricane that caused it. It was just a lot of heavy rainfall. And it broke records, you guys. Kennedy Airport measured 7.22 inches of rain, making it their wettest September on record. The governor, Kathy Houchel, and New York City Mayor Eric Adams both swung into action here. They told everyone to try and stay home, and they even had entire subway lines closed due to the flooding. School children had to gather on top floors of the schools, cars were driving through waters up to their windshields, and I have no doubt many a rodent met their end in the same water. Ugh. We have a big listenership in New York City, so I just wanted to let you guys know that we're thinking of you, and if there's any calls to action on how we can help with relief, never hesitate to reach out. All of our contact info can be found in our show notes. And that for today is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, These violent delights have violent ends. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar media. And that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at it's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from. Oh.
3: expectations matter what do you expect from an suv versatility a range of sizes built to fit your life a range of exteriors that all invite stairs or being able to take control of more than just the wheel expectations matter but exceeding them matters more how we get there matters the audi family of suvs progress you can feel